It's episode 146 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in a Zoom meeting with the owner and creator of Oh Goody Designs, Joanne Howell. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes, I knew as soon as I saw the amazing events that you were putting together, I mean, just things out of anyone's wildest dreams, you just managed to to create and, and have... Uh, like put, bring into reality. <laughs> I just had a, uh, an animal knock something over right now. Of course. Oh. Um, I knew I had to talk to you because your work is just incredible, but you're not only, you know, helping out with events. So you do event design, event planning, you manage events, and you're also a consultant, right. uh, when it comes to throwing events. So you wear a lot of hats, a lot of hats. Yes. It's always busy. It's always something going on in my world. So yes, every day is something different for sure. And it's just, it's nonstop from morning to to night every day. I, uh, and we're going to get into that because time management to me is huge, especially whenever you're running events for other people. I've never even attempted it. Like just the thought of it gives me anxiety. So we're going to get into that. (laughs) But in addition to the events, you also have products. So you have right. like your different salts um, that you can put on, you know, different drinks and that kind of thing. And then I think you also do bath soaks. Yes. Yeah. So you do bath those as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you've even made products for uh, anthropology, free people. Um, yes. And you've been featured in People Magazine and Martha Stewart Weddings. Right. That is quite yes. a resume. Yes. It's. I've just always been the creative one and it's just, I always put something out there thinking like, Oh, this is cute. Let me see how it goes over at one of my parties or I make something specifically for a party that I think would make a good favor. And in years past when event planning really like became really popular, like with Facebook and online and Mm -hmm. even before Pinterest, um, there were just sort of like clusters of people who would, you know, interact online and stuff like that. So, you would always post what you were doing or, you know, just trying to get your stuff out there because it event planning business became something where it was finally like visual with social media mm-hmm. versus like when my kids were growing up, I've always loved to plan parties, but no one saw what I did unless you were there yep. because I wasn't hiring a photographer and I wasn't posting pictures anywhere because that wasn't available. Yep. So when these kinds, you know, social media became available, uh, we could post our pictures and blogs were starting and things like that. Like you would always just be putting your stuff out there. So the network of people um, that I grew to meet and know in that early time uh, period, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was a totally different game. Um, so they would request products, they would put it on their blog. You know, you would be like, oh, yeah, I'll send you whatever for, you know, your styled shoot, you know, et cetera. That's just how people would get started and things would get passed around. And um, that's just kind of where it all started for me. I've always done events. I've always done event planning. I've always thrown big, huge parties. Um, I've always been the creative one. I've always made everything by hand. Wow. And so just my products just got out there. And it's just with, you know, social media and blogs that things just started happening and magazines were calling companies were calling when i got the email from anthropology i was like this is a joke no they're not just gonna reach out to me and ask for these you know etc whatever i'm making 
And so I actually had to Google the, the lady's name that was on the email and it came up that she did in fact work, you know, it was on her whatever online profile that she yes. work at anthropology. So I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to email her back. You know? <laughs> but good I'm for you for doing your up. due diligence because yes, yeah, it's, exactly. it's good to so, take everything like that. Make sure you, you do your research and confirm. Right. So, and she did and they bought thousands of confetti wands for me, which my confetti wands was literally something I was like, I have an empty tube and I have a bag of confetti. Well, what happened if I put the confetti in the tube and I'll make a label. And I was just like, oh, that's cute. I didn't really think anything about it. And I just started posting it and I put them in my Etsy shop because I, you know, everyone has an Etsy shop, right? Mm, so I don't. I listed it and that's where they found them. And they, I think they bought like 3,000 wands from me that so, they stocked all their stores all around the world. I had to label them, ship them. It was a nightmare. I'll probably honestly never do that again because it was so <laughs> much labor. Right. 3,000. Um, and then from there, just, yeah. So just from there, their sister companies picked up on other products, asked me to create, you know, special products for them that they could sell on their websites. Um, and then from there, it just, you know, I stopped their stores for about a year. And then it just got to where I was getting more busy with events. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't do both. Yes. Um, so I did have a few, um, you know, like accounts around the country that I would still do the wands or special products for, you know, they'd call every three months for me to re, you know, send them out a whole nother box or whatever. But it just got to where I'm too busy doing events and the, my assistants who I would have filling tubes and labeling stuff when I needed them, you know, to mm -hmm. help me, you know, get the events because we just became so busy, you know, on the other side. So sad to say that those things have kind of like, I still make them like if people request them or they order them, but it's not like something I'm pumping out in right. a warehouse somewhere anymore. Right. But still what so. a ride. And especially a product that you created uh, just with, things that you happens. saw yeah yeah it was just like so random and it was such a fun feeling <laughs> to like best. go to the mall and go to anthropology and you're like look it's me yes you know? so it was really fun and i'd take all these pictures and i'd hold up the wands and i'm sure everyone in the store is like what's she doing but i'm like i made these yeah these are, these are mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recognize. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, for, for anybody who, listening to this who doesn't know what anthropology and free people is, I mean, being from Corpus Christi, those were the catalogs I couldn't wait to see. Those were the clothes that right. I was like coveting. Um, and of course, right. anthropology, when I moved into my home, it's like, what can I get from anthropology for my home? Like that, that was the aesthetic I was going for. Yeah. Very trendy, very cute. And uh, for those places to pick you up is huge. And I really like that they went about it the right way because nowadays you hear about a lot of uh, higher end or more well-known establishments. They can rip off um, smaller shops with right. their ideas, but they mm -hmm. went about it the right yes. way. So I really like hearing that. Yes, um, yes. So I want to back up a little bit because you said that you've always been creative. And so this started from when you were really young and how did you, yes. how did you express yourself creatively growing up? Well, just all my life, I've always been the one to sit and color at the kitchen table, play with Play-Doh, help my mom in the kitchen, um, just growing up as a little girl. And then as I got older, I was helping my mom cook in the kitchen, planning the meals. What are we doing for Thanksgiving? And then that would turn into how am I going to set the table? You know, by the time wow. I was in high school, I was fully in charge of Thanksgiving dinners and Christmas Eve parties and stuff like that. 
So it's just basically been something I've literally been doing all my life. I mean, from a little girl with fashion plates to, you know, just every time I go to the grocery store, my mom would buy me a new coloring book or paint by number. I mean, I was just, that's what I did. I didn't play sports. I didn't do stuff like that. I, I sat and colored and, and drew. Um, so that's just basically where my heart has always been. And I've just always loved entertaining, having parties, having people over, you know, what are we doing for your birthday? Where do you want to go? What kind of cake do you want? Like to me, it was just like, those were questions that just, I asked, not because I'm trying to just like, you know, run with anything. It's just because that's what was important to me. That's what's in my brain. So when I got married and had kids, my first child's first birthday, I mean, like the minute she was born, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, that's all I could think about for like the entire year was like, what kind of party I was going to have and all the bits and pieces. And this is 21 years ago mm-hmm. where there was no internet, hardly. Yep. You didn't buy stuff online. You were flipping through catalogs when they came in the mail. There was no such thing as Pinterest. Yes. So I mean, like, these are things that I've done just you know, gathering ideas off the top of my head and creating them and making them happen. So, um, I have three kids, so three, three parties a year for the past, you know, 15 years has just basically been where I got started. And like I said, in the beginning, you weren't hiring photographers. I was certainly didn't want my husband at the time to know how much money I was spending, you know, (laughs) here or there or whatever. So I just would create these wonderful parties and it just became more and more and more with every kid and every year. And it was just like, finally, then friends would say like, well, can you help me with my kid's Mm -hmm. party? And I'd be like, sure, I guess, whatever. Like, I'm not doing anything else. You know, I was a stay at home mom when my kids were young. So I would help them put something together. And it just, the creative process just grew. And then slowly, like people would say like, well, can you help me with like my wedding? And I'd be like, I mean, I guess, I mean. I did my whole wedding. I planned every little detail and it just was so easy for me. It was, you know, I just figured everybody does this right. I mean, I designed Uh, my own dress. I designed my bridesmaids dresses, like all of it, everything. So I was like, sure, I'll help you, whatever. And then finally, you know, years had gone by and I just thought, I mean, I need to get paid for this. I'm going to be doing this. Yes. I need to make it my business. Yes. So that's just like with anything, that's how, you know, basically any self-employed or, you know, person kind of gets started. You kind of realize there comes a time where you're like, I guess I could make this my job. So, and then you did. did. Yeah. And then you did. Mm -hmm. And, and boy, did you, I mean, (laughs) anybody who's not following at Oh Goody designs on Instagram, immediately follow them because it it just some of them I mean all of the events are amazing but you have like knocked it out of the park with some of your more recent events I'm just in awe and and I actually read in the comments on um an event you just threw you actually threw a little detail in there that the mother of the bride wasn't even aware of and I thought that is such a nice touch that you're like, you know what? I think this is what should be in there. I'm going to do it. And, and even she was surprised. And so, right. I mean, are you just inspired in the moment? And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put this I, in there. A lot of times that happens. Like I always have a vision of where I want the event to end up. And, you know, I create those vision boards that give inspiration to my clients. And so I post those. But I already know exactly in my head, like where this is going and how I'm going to get there. 
Um, and, but again, a lot of times I don't put too much pressure on myself because I like to roll with the punches mm -hmm. and anything can happen and anything can change. And I also like to know, you know, there might be stuff that I'm not aware of that I can get my hands on at the last minute to really like bring in to, to the design. Mm -hmm. and, and if I'm thinking of the same, you know, event that you're just mentioning, that was exactly the case. Like I knew that I could get my hands on stuff or use things that they didn't think were usable, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, no, I'm using that. Like, this is what's happening. And it was just how it all came together. It's just basically like, that's how I work. Like I'll have a distinct vision and way to get to where I'm going, but like the little pieces that make it like the icing on the cake, like that's just me day of like, Oh yeah, this is what I'm doing. You know, oh, this is, cool. this is gonna, this is how this is going to come together. Yeah, you. so I have a handful of guests that rem, whenever I'm talking to them, they remind me of kind of like a mad scientist. Like when, mm -hmm. the, when they're in the moment and they're just, you know, doing all this stuff and it just comes out to this most magnificent experience. And, and that's the vibe I'm getting from you. And I think it's because so, yes. you're, you're, you're just all passion, I feel. And so something, yeah. something that you mentioned earlier that I think is really cool is that when you were planning events for your kids whenever they were younger, before internet, before, you know, all these curated lists of everything, you were coming up with that. You were creating it without, yes. I don't want to say without inspiration, but without like really too much external influence. Do right. you feel, because obviously social media can be a good thing, but in this regard, back then do you feel as though it did you a favor because you really had to reach within to come up with the ideas and that kind oh, of thing? yeah like i would sit and brainstorm but stuff like that honestly this sounds you know boastful but that's easy for me it just comes naturally like i can rhyme on a dime like someone can say like <laughs> my any poem you know or whatever i'm like here you go listen to this you know i'm like a rapper you bust like, out like, a, yeah, like, you bust out a freestyle yeah i'm like i got it listen here you know whatever and so stuff like that's just always come like supernatural for me mm -hmm. so and that's not boastful by the way stuff, you recognize your strengths that's that's what that is and before i had stuff to reference like pinterest whatever like i would just think of it you know like i'm gonna do this I like to watch movies for inspiration back then. Like just for example, my daughter's, my first daughter's first birthday, I wanted it to be Alice in Wonderland because she had a rabbit themed room. Oh, So wow. I was all about rabbits and bunnies. So I was like, Alice in Wonderland. So, I mean, other than reading books, buying every Alice in Wonderland book, standing in bookstores, looking at pictures, I would watch movies because that's basically all I had to turn to. And then that would just get my brain going and I'd just start thinking like, well, if I did that, I can do this and these are fun activities. And also just, I've taught preschool um, for years. And oh, so wow. I didn't know that. like that, I think really helped me or I was a good preschool teacher because I was creative, yes. you know? So, and I just feel like that experience i just carry along everywhere i go like especially with my children's parties now like i always have activities i think it's so important we're not just like standing around eating cake and hitting a pinata like i have activities there that go along with the theme and that they can carry home and all and keep and remember like i want to hang a handprint of something on my refrigerator that my child made you know mm -hmm. when they come home from preschool like mm -hmm. that's how i want the parents at my parties to go home like oh my god sally made this this is so cute and I want them to keep it like anyone would a special item, you know, from school. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were a preschool teacher. How? And, and also, mm -hmm. are you from Corpus? 
No, I'm originally from San Antonio. Okay, so I mean, in you know, in the ballpark area. Okay, how did right. you end up in Corpus? I was married at the time and my husband was transferred down here. Mm -hmm. And so I was very worried about the transition and what I was going to do when no one's going to hire me and I'm just going to quit and just find a job and this is never going to work, whatever. I just wasn't familiar with Corpus at all. I did not know a soul. Mm -hmm. I had no vendor connections, nothing. So honestly, yeah, for the hard. first year, my husband at the time commuted back and forth from San Antonio because I was busy in San Antonio. I was like, I'm not moving. Yeah. So he commuted and we thought we could make that work, but then it was just too hard on the kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So we started house hunting and it took about another year, honestly, to settle and find a home. So I, I think I was just dragging my feet, you know? Yeah. So I just, you know, could stay busy in San Antonio. And then finally, when we moved down here and I got settled, I was just like, eh, I mean, I don't know if anyone will ever hire me, but I'll just stay busy with my products. And I could do that because that was about the time that blogs were really strong and I was running a blog and I had a really big network and connection with a lot of, you know, online event people who I've never met, but we're like best friends, you know, how that yes. goes. And so <laughs> yes. I just, I just stayed active in that way and just kept trying to get my name out there. Like I didn't stop posting. I was posting everything and I was, you know, making friends along the way. But when I finally got approached for my first event here I was like what am I gonna do because like I don't know who to turn to yes yes lights flowers rentals nothing I didn't know so I just had to hit the ground running and beat the pavement to interview people to meet with people to get people who could see my vision because I felt like when I moved here I was coming into like nowhere land a lot of people like, feel like, that way at first yeah I was like who even does events here? What do their events look like? So I would do research. And I'm just like, that's so outdated. Like who even does that? And I'm coming from a big market in mm -hmm. San Antonio and Dallas and stuff where my family lives. And I'm just like, I felt like I really honestly didn't have any competition. Mm -hmm. So when I was approached for my first event, I just ran with it. I was like, well, I mean, this is what I do. I'm not going to dumb myself down or do anything different. So this is what I do. So I created a vision board. I went with it. I found the stuff I needed. I remember ordering, having to get a lot of stuff brought in because I couldn't get what I wanted here. So I would get some stuff out of San Antonio and I don't want to do that. I want to support local, yes. but it's like, if it's not available, it's not available. Exactly. But anyway, I did my first party and it was actually at the surf club. It was a black tie event. And I was like, yeah, clear it out. Like you're going to have to move out all this furniture. And I just remember... <laughs> you know, Mr. Lomax just looking at me like, we've never done that before. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to use what's here. <laughs> it needs to be cleared out. You know, like, I love it. Wherever warehouse it up, what are we going to do? And they did, they cleared it out. They worked with me. Everything was great. And just that first event was just like, everyone was just like, we've never seen, this has never been done. We've mm -hmm. never seen this. So I'm like, whatever I do this every weekend. So <laughs> get used to it you know <laughs> i love that well and like you said earlier it just comes naturally which to me if something comes naturally to you that's what you're and you enjoy it it's what you're supposed to be doing because i can tell right. you are enjoying the hell out of yourself like it just oh yeah i love my job if i didn't love what i do trust me i would not still be here yeah i believe um, that i got divorced going on six years ago and I could have very easily packed my suitcase and said, see ya, CC, I'm going to Dallas. Mm -hmm. 
where I can get the support I need, the rentals I want, the stuff I want, but I yep. could not leave. I could not turn my back on my clients and the clientele that I had built in such a short period of time. And plus I knew that if I moved to Dallas or went back to San Antonio, I would just be a blip in a sea of, of yes. event planners. Yes. And I mean, as hard as I work and that doesn't scare me off, I'm just like, why would I do that to myself? Mm -hmm. So I just had to finally just tell my family who was like moving furniture ready for me to move. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming. I'm not leaving Corpus. This is where I am. This is where I'm needed. I love what I do here. I love my clients. Everyone's like, you know, they get me. Like if you know me, you, you know, you get it, whatever. I'm not leaving. So I've just planted myself here. I just recently bought a house. My Congratulations. Are, I thank you. Um, my oldest daughter's graduated. She's in San Marcos now. My son is senior and my youngest is a junior. And I mean, I'm just like, wow, I'm here. I have no plans to go anywhere. Um, I don't need to. I'm booked for two years. It's just like, <laughs> wow. Wow. That is wild. Mm -hmm. uh, a mutual friend of ours shared something in her story saying 2022 is going to have the most weddings since 1984 or something like that. Yes. So uh, crazy. Yeah. So, but you don't just do weddings. I mean, I see you do right. kids birthday parties. I mean, it, uh, so it seems to me like no event is too big, too small, as long as people are willing to work with like your vision and that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do it all. I don't ever want to box myself into just a wedding planner or just a small time you know, kids part, like, no, I, I do it all. I rarely say no to anything as long as it fits my aesthetic or mm -hmm. I feel like it fits my vision and they'll, they'll, they want to understand the process. I mean, event planning is a process. It's yes. not just like I'm going to show up with balloons and a cake and be like, awesome. Like, no, <laughs> it's months of planning and details and it's, you know, it's a process all within itself. So people really have to trust the process. They have to trust me and, I've never dropped the ball in 20 years and I've never let anyone down and I don't ever plan on it. It's just, you know, I, I want to be able to be that event planner that does everything that does it all. Like mm -hmm. from, like you said, kids parties to weddings, I've done funerals. Like it's oh, just, wow. you know, I can do it. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. Well that, I mean, the, the flexibility is fantastic too, you know, because it's because someone like me, right. It's I, I see you, your weddings. I'm like, man, it would be amazing to have her plan an event. Oh, okay. But she also does, you know, this, this, and this. So if I ever wanted to utilize her for something, that's not quite a wedding. That's an option. So ideally right. how far in advance would somebody get with you to start planning an event? I mean, in a real world, non COVID world, six months is, is plenty for me. I've had people hire me three months out. I've had people hire me six weeks out. Wow. So it doesn't matter. I know what I'm doing. I'm good at what I do and I know who to go to. And I have everybody in this town in my back pocket. So if their phone rings and it's me on the other end, they're going to say yes. Mm -hmm. So that's what <laughs> y'all want to put. Y'all want to plan with Joanne. <laughs> so if that's what one thing it's hard for people to understand. Like, well, what if we can't get a caterer? What if I'm like, not my world you know like <laughs> I've had some times where it's like I'm biting my fingernails a little bit sometimes but that's COVID times mm -hmm. you know before COVID I'm like don't worry about it like 
I got it. Like, and, I got well, this. and this is the kind of confidence that you would want in an event plan- planner. Exactly. You, know? like, you don't want someone who's like, yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> you know, like, no, like Sorry. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. I've already done it. I've already hired the caterer. You know what I mean? Like that's my world. And, you know, a lot of people have to get used to that if they've never worked with me before or whatever. Once they work with me one time, they're like, just take it all. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in six months. I'm like, yeah. I will, you know, that's how, that's how it's going to be. So I love this so much. Uh, cause you're, yeah, you know what you're capable of. There is no question about it. So you've mentioned a few times, and this was actually something I wanted to talk about was the pandemic because all events Mm -hmm. were just essentially non-existent at the time, but you came up with really unique ways to have events continue, of course, on a smaller scale. I I have a list here. So you, you had front door decor. You had party out yeah. of the box. You had drive-by party kits. Um, you even oh you have a you had a, you did a quarantine collection of cups. Uh, you did like a collab with Harper Gray. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean you tons of stuff. You got you got with a bus and did their little bus um, combo thing. Campaign bus. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. Uh, I mean, to me, you really did adapt in this particular situation. And so, how did all those ideas come to be? Well, first of all, I had to. I'm my sole provider. Like I said, I'm divorced. I have three kids. I have a daughter in college. So it's like, I have to work. There's no option to sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. I did give myself about a day to sit and say, what am I going to do? Once I realized like it was truly shutting down, Mm -hmm. um, then I was like, I'm just going to figure it out. Like, I'm not going to just sit here. I'm not that type of person. I'm climbing the walls, you know, 12 hours into the shutdown already. So I just got creative and like the drive-by party supplies was just like, I mean, people are still celebrating birthdays, but they're not getting out of their car. So here's a box, throw confetti, you know? Yes. Um, The front door decor came about because again, people are still celebrating. Graduations were happening. Mm-hmm. Birthdays are always going to be around. So I'm like, I'm not going to see you. You don't have to touch me. Keep your door shut. We're going to decorate your door. You know? <laughs> yes. So it just, that's just how those things came about. And then just slowly from there, I just was adding on. And then events weren't happening, but people still wanted to celebrate. So mm-hmm. I created parties in a box. Like I'll drop it off or I'll deliver to your guest list, you know, a, a themed box that everyone's receiving the same thing. And y'all can zoom together and oh, open your boxes and I have love a party. That. So it was just things that I was just um, coming up with because basically I had to. Yes. Um, so I spent a lot of time making boxes, renting U-Hauls, delivering boxes. I got to know every street in this town. You know, it's just like days and days of delivering. The art museum hired me to do, you know, one of their galas that was going to be virtual. So I delivered 200 something boxes to, you know, all their members and people. And they zoomed it out and went online and everyone was eating, drinking champagne and doing what was in the box. Wow. Yeah. I mean, talk about... I mean, just br- but I brilliant to. ideas. And I also noticed that like other party planners just basically were like, well, there's no party, so I can't work. And I'm just like, why are you shooting yourself? Like, why are you putting yourself out of business? If you're not working now during the shutdown, you're not going to be working when we're not shut down because mm-hmm. you're not going to be relevant. People will forget about you. And I feel like not that I was trying to prove myself because this is just me on the daily. Like I always act like this, but it's like, I mean, I'm going to prove to people I can survive. Yes. Like I'm proving to my town and the world that 
I'm not going to let anything stop me. Like this shutdown, complete shutdown, it's not going to stop me. So that's just how I looked at it. I, I, I mean, I would look at anything that way. And I still feel like even though we're not shut down, um, I mean, I, I, I just still, that's how I focus on my work. It's like, I'm not letting anything stop me. The answer is never no. I mean, for you definitely got the point across because the pandemic shut the world down and right. you know, event planning, right? I mean, the, one of the first things to go was gatherings of people at all. Right. And you didn't just survive. You did really it, well. Yeah, I think it really actually helped my business. It helped people to see that I am a hard worker. I'm true to my word. I'm gonna be creative. I'm gonna come up with a way to help you. And let me put it to you this way. This is another way that I had to explain it to people. If I'm not working, my vendors aren't working. Yes. So there's no flowers going out. There's no candy going out. There's no food. There's no lights. There's no cocktails. Yes. So if I'm not working, my people aren't working. And I can't survive a pandemic and come back to work when my vendors aren't there. Yes. So I had to create ways for them to stay busy as well. But it had to come through me. I had to be the one to create the reason for someone to call for flowers or for me to need flowers or for me to need a cocktail Yes, because people aren't thinking that when they're sitting on their couch doing nothing. But if I'm going to deliver a party in a box that included restaurants, my bartenders, flowers, balloons, and packaging, I mean, there's five people right there that yes. I kept working yes because i can tell you right now that if it wasn't for that they wouldn't have survived yeah that i'm glad you brought that up because you had actually made a post and i loved it where you said you you, you essentially put a statement out saying you know we're we're in it we're shut down but what was most important to you was protecting your vendors and your clients right and right. that and you to know me what? was so powerful I didn't even try to make money. I just tried to survive. I needed my vendors to make money and survive because without them, I'm nothing. I couldn't come back a year later after a shutdown and be like, well, I guess I need a new florist because there would be no florist. Yes. So that's just kind of how I dealt with it. I wasn't, you know, making what I needed, you know, I normally would make in a non-COVID time, but mm -hmm. I was allowing my people to survive. And to me, that's more than you know, me sitting here being booked out every weekend for the next two years. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and just that sentiment alone really Im impresses me. Um, not that you need my, <laughs> that from me, but just, I, I'm just blown away by that, you know, because that's such a sense of community, especially your being, you know, not even from Corpus and you're just coming here and being like, I've, I've established myself and I'm taking care of everybody who works with me. I mean that I love it. Like you truly are a, port, a part of Corpus now. Whenever things finally started started opening up again, um, how did the first event go post lockdown? Well, I was trying to work in events the best I could, no matter how I could. I was able and smart enough to say I can do this outside. I can do this at someone's ranch. I can do this where there's plenty of room for us yes. to space out. Yes. And. A lot of people weren't doing that. They were just stuck in the mindset of like, oh no, it's gonna be here, you know, whatever. I'm like, not anymore. You wanna have your party? We're going outside. It's the only way you can have a party right now. Yeah. This was before vaccinations, et cetera. You know, Dang. we're making masks, we're wearing masks, we're making rules, we're serving things differently. Everything changed. 
So there were things that I had to get used to just to have an event, um, the way we serve, the way we, you know, process stuff, the way that we acted, the way that we dressed, oh, gosh, you know, like yes. everything was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, well, this is new. So the first event was just like, you know what, alerting her, you yes. know, as with anything new. But after the first time you do it, you're like, I can do this. This is fine. Like if this is going to work and this is how it's going to be, then this is, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So you just make it your practice that we're all wearing masks and you're making masks and you're handing out masks and you're doing this and you're <laughs> six feet apart and your bars are over here and your caterer is doing this. Like it just becomes your practice and you do what you have to do. You have to do to make it work. And that's just what we did. And people followed. If you're comfortable in your environment, everyone's going to be comfortable. I'm not going to be walking around going, oh my God, we're all going to die. Like, you know, <laughs> how am I going to serve this? What am I going to do? No, I'm calm. I'm collected, therefore everyone feeds off of me, and we're all calm and cool and collected. It's fine. These are just new rules that we have to learn and we have to follow, and it is what it is. Yes, There's nothing I can do about it. Exactly, I can't make them go away. So I just have to play by the new rules. I, I mean, this is obviously why you're in the business, and someone like me just, you know, I, I've never even planned. I've never planned any event, even my wedding. I just kind of like let the local, the person who is part of the venue kind of handle it, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. uh, this is why exactly that you're cut out for this kind of, uh, work or it doesn't even seem like work. I mean, it's just like your career essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, what do your kids think about the fact that you're running around and putting on these fantastic events all, all the time? Well, they hear it a lot everywhere we go. It's kind of embarrassing. Like here, mom is so awesome. And I'm just like, "Mm -hmm." I mean, I just think everybody does this, like what I do every weekend. I'm telling so you I'm right just now, like, we Whatever. don't. <laughs> um, so they're, they're like, we know now. But in the beginning, when it started happening, they were just like, she is? I don't know. Because I don't let them come to work with me. I mean, they would see what I was doing, and I don't really come home and talk about it. I mean, they mm. see the boxes all around, whatever. And I would go to work every Saturday and whatever. But now they're like, we know. And now I think they makes them feel good they get warm fuzzies because even like their teachers at school are like your mom you know or whatever <laughs> and I'm just like sorry but I mean like everybody follows me so I I'm not calling them to tell them I did this it's just they see it you know so and they want to say something so I think it makes them happy now but in the beginning I think they kind of thought it was weird or we would go somewhere and everyone's like look are you all goody and I'm like yeah. Is that what they call so you? They were always kind of like, <laughs> that's weird, mom. How do these people know you? And I'm like, I don't know. They just do. Yep. But now people are like, hey, Joanne, you know, like they know me by my name mm-hmm. or whatever. And they know my kids. So that's even fun. They're like, oh, Billy, how's school? And oh, Emily, you know, like they ask them questions because they, they feel like, I guess they feel like they know us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I bet that's interesting, right? Because you have quite a following. And for people that you've probably never met, you know, that follow you. I know. Sometimes I feel so bad. I'll be in like ATB and they're like, hey, Joanne. I'm like, oh my God, hi. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I recognize a lot of faces and I have a lot of clients and I do so many parties. And it's just like, there's no way. I could keep up with everyone I meet or whatever. I mean, I try to, cause I'm that kind of person and I'll totally stop and talk to you, but I might walk away and be like, yes, can't place where I know them, but I know I know them. But I always just say like, I'm sure they've been to a party. I mean, yeah. what else would it be? But like you said, I mean, it's nonstop because I mean, pretty much every weekend is taken up, right? I mean, yes, every how, weekend. Yeah. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you balance that? 
Well, I think my kids are used to it now and I'm a single mom. So at first it was hard. You know, I had horrible mom guilt about leaving all the time. And yes. I would always try to find, you know, like have a friend come over or, and I have no family here. So mm -hmm. I'm truly like on my own and I'm not trying to like, oh, I've got a cool start to me because I don't care. Like I have to work. This is yes. my job. This is what yes. I chose to do. So luckily at the time, like my oldest daughter could watch everyone, drive everyone around. And then when she went to college, I had, you know, I went through another phase of like, okay, we'll have some friends come over just so they're not alone. Yes. But now my son drives, my daughter's in San Marcos. She hardly comes home because she works and goes to school. And then mm -hmm. my son is a senior and he can drive. So they just are basically like little adults and they just do whatever they want to do and yes. whatever. So it's fine. I don't really have that much mom guilt anymore unless it's like a super busy weekend where I might do something like, for three days or back to back or whatever, then I start feeling guilty. But you know what? I am a hundred percent full on mom when I am home and I'm not working. I do everything I can for my kids. Um, we go out to eat all the time. We take trips, we do what we want. So it's not like, I'm just like, wait, who are you? No, like <laughs> I'm, I'm all over it when I'm not working. And, and I try really hard to like balance or have boundaries, I guess, you know, like after yes. work hours, it's hard because yes. it never stops. Like people don't believe me when I say that. I'm like, just put your phone oh, no. down. Like, I believe I you. Can't. It never stops. I believe yeah, you. Yeah. Because if my clients are texting me or they think of something like, I'm not going to ignore them. I have never done that. I will always respond. You know, um, I don't want to get into like a chain of email, you know, at eight o'clock at night or whatever, mm -hmm. but it happens. And sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Sometimes things are time sensitive and it just has to happen. But I've also tried really hard lately um, since school has started to limit my email checking, I guess, after, you know, like dinner time. Good for you. I can text. I can text all day. And if I feel like I don't need to respond until the morning. You know, like if I've had a long day and it's eight o'clock, I'm like, I'll get back to you in the morning. But emails, I've I've been really proud of myself for not checking after like six, six thirty, just because it's not necessary. Yes. It's not it can wait. There's nothing I can do about it right now. Exactly. If it's an emergency, trust me, they'll call me. Yes. So yeah, there's nothing I can do about, you know, something at seven o'clock at night. Um, but text message, and usually I know what's an emergency or not. If they're texting me that, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, and I'm like, I'll deal with it tomorrow. You mm -hmm. know, like I know what needs attention and, and what doesn't. Okay, so, so I have mad respect for you um, because you're, you're doing what you know you need to do, what you're really good at doing. Uh, and like you said, like essentially you don't really uh, – because it's really easy, I feel, for moms to get shamed for all sorts of things. And I love that you're just straight up like, I don't really have the mom guilt. Like, when I'm home, it's all about them. But when I'm working, I'm working. And I'm really good at what I'm doing. And it's, right. it's helping support me and my family. Like, so much respect there. Um, that That is powerful. Those and are... I think my kids understand that. They have a nice life. They have a nice house. Like I said, I'm a single mom. I depend on no one. I don't have anyone paying my rent, my car payment, and we live a nice life. Mm -hmm. And But I want to live a nice life, so I do work. And I think my kids understand that. Like, they know they get whatever they want, what clothes they want, what car they want, whatever. Yes. Because I'm working. Yes. That so is that's so just... awesome. <laughs> I mean, truly, for to just be 100% self-sufficient and really doing something that you love. I mean, to me, you have it made. 
I mean, it just sounds so incredible. Well, I am lucky because if I feel like if I had to go to work and punch in and punch out and someone tell me what to do all day long, I would be absolutely miserable. <laughs> and it can for be miserable. me, I'm super independent. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, no matter what. You tell me no, I'll be like, cool, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, within reason. Yes. So I feel like this is just something that I was truly called to do mm -hmm. and not a lot of people can do it i mean event planning looks glamorous and it looks fun but trust me do it once and you'll know if you want to do it again and yes. to me i'm just like it doesn't bother me like i have literally experienced everything i've had every you know curveball thrown at me and i'm just like it's like water off a duck's back i mean i'm like cool i'll handle it like there's always a solution I and I'm going to find that. it. And I, I, I probably that. already have it by the time you've realized we're having a problem. Yeah. So. And, all, and all you're doing is just accumulating that knowledge. So every time you come across, like you said, a curveball, and you handle mm -hmm. it, you, you just tuck that info away. So if it ever yep. comes up again. I file it away in my brain. And a lot of people just aren't cut out for that. Mm -hmm. Like you could have all the best ideas like, oh, we're going to do these balloons and I'm going to, you know, set the table like this. That's cool. But how are you going? Are you going to run the job? Are you going to run the event? Are you going to run the timeline? Are you going to tell the vendors what they can and can't do? And are you going to also do it with a smile on your face so your guests know nothing of this? Mm -hmm. No. Ooh, like, that's important. 99% of people are going to be like crying, freaking out, <laughs> throwing a clipboard. Like, I can't do this. Where I'm just like, this is a part of the job. If you can't handle it, get out of the way. Yes. Yeah, you, it, it almost sounds like it, if... If your uh, client isn't aware of you and what you're up to and everything, then that's good. Like you're just kind of like right. in the background. Totally. I'm like a stealth. I mean, I'm there because everybody knows me and I'm, you know, I'm vis a visible mm -hmm. and I work the whole entire time. I'm literally, I'm not just standing there taking notes. Like I'm, I'll pick up trash. I'll carry dishes. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I mm -hmm. want my events to run smoothly, you know? So but at the same time, I want to know that people can approach me and talk to me and shake my hand or give me a hug and know that they're my friend also. Yeah. And I saw a post you made about that. I'm not sure if it was a post or if it was, uh, I think it was where essentially you said, you know, it's important to me. Oh no. I think it was an interview that you did with someone that it's important to you that clients become friends. That's, that's uh, yes. really important to you. Yeah. And I, I, I just love that because it's not so well, it is, of course, your business. There's a personal side to it, too, which I really right. I, I it's a very with. personal side because they have to get to know me. If it's someone I've never worked with, they need to learn to trust me. If there's no trust there, then it's going to be a long ride. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very independent. I know what I have to do to make your party happen. There's not anything you can tell me that I don't already know or haven't done or already thought about. So trust me, you're wasting your breath if you call and say like, did you do the, and I'm like, mm, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, not to be rude, but it's just like, that's how it is. Like if you're good at, you know, uh, banking, I'm not. So right. <laughs> just you go do your, your reports and I'll take care of the parties. <laughs> you know so yes I, I that's actually a great example right like i don't go tell whoever how to do their job so just let me handle mine yes i know what i'm doing i've been doing it for a long time i mean there's always something new to learn that's for sure and i love that mm -hmm. it's just it's knowing 
that you know what you're doing, but also having the personality and the temperament, I guess, or whatever, to know how to handle it. Yes. Or how to be. That's big. That's really big. Because like you said, I mean, you really have to keep on the happy face or the unbothered, you know, attitude whenever handling whatever it may be, because ultimately this is for the client. Uh, Yeah, I've had a client ask me once before they pulled me to the side and they're like, when are you going to freak out? And I'm like, never. I'm never going to freak out because if I freak out, you freak out and mm -hmm. 200 people freak out Mm -hmm. and I don't want to freak out. Like it's never going to happen. Like as far as I'm concerned, I've had fires go on behind scenes and nobody ever knows. Yes. And they will never know. Yes. But I'm going to put that fire out so fast you're, you're, you're not even going to know it happened. I mean, that's how I run the show. I mean, I'm not just trying to be all like, oh my God, I'm awesome. But it's like, <laughs> I'm going to take, like, I, I know my job. I know what I'm doing. Yes. I and mean, I wow. to work with people who, who I can work with, mm-hmm. who understand me, who know I'm kind of hardcore, but you, you want someone hardcore. Because if you're not hardcore, you're, you're, you're just, it's just not going to. You know, I, I have to do top tier events. I'm not yes. just going to be like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll be super relaxed this time. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a kid's first birthday party or a baby shower. I'm going to be harassing my vendors. I'm going to be up there at 8 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I'm going to be like tapping my toes. Like it doesn't matter if there's 20 people waiting or there's 200. I'm still the same person. Yes. And you get it done. I, I would love to, this is obviously just me talking, but I would love to like shadow you. Like that, don't talk to me. I'm just here. I'm just observing. I would love mm-hmm. to see you in action. But you know what? I've had people do that and they're like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> like they, it's just, it, I make it look easy. I know I do. I'm just like, it's not glamorous. Like you're going to be moving boxes. You're going to be sweating. Yes. I'm sweating. I'm not the planner that's like, oh, hi, um, okay, what are we doing today? Like, I'm like, get over there, and this is what we're doing. And if it's not done in five minutes, then I'm going to be mad. Because mm-hmm. it's just, that's how I operate. Yeah, well, again, I mean... I'm single, but whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, you're you're extremely successful. That That's what we're going to focus on. Uh, <laughs> so when event planning and especially now because social media and everybody's sharing everything and I feel like there's constantly new everything so I'm gonna call them trends Mm -hmm. do you have to keep up with trends in event planning I keep up with trends enough to be the first person to do it okay and after I do it I'm like I'm done what's next let me come up with the trends. I want to make the trends. I'll follow certain trends if they're really popular and they go on for a while, but I get sick of them too. Like, I'm like, I'm not doing this again, you know, like enough. And I'll tell my clients, we want blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm doing that anymore. Like that's been done. I have way too many pictures. I'll come up with something better. Just give me a minute. Ooh, I you know? love that. So I want to be the trendsetter. I want to be the one, you know, taking the trend, but putting my own spin on it. Like, I think Pinterest is for cheaters. Like, I don't even go on Pinterest Mm -hmm. unless I'm making a vision board. Mm -hmm. And that's the only time because I need pictures. But I already have a specific vision of what I want and what pictures I'm looking for. I'm not like, I don't know. I can't find the right cake. Like, I go through Pinterest like a teenager goes through TikTok. Like, I'm just like all over it. I know where to go. I know what to look for. I know what words to use, what keywords, whatever. I can put a vision board together in 10 minutes. So, and it's right every single time. Like, 
on the my brides were like oh my god yeah that's exactly what I want. I'm like yeah exactly that's it it's the party on paper right there mm. and I don't and other the than party that, on I'm paper that's on good the party on paper mm-hmm. I like that so and I never down. I never go on Pinterest I have to be just at you know something it's just I'm brain dead I can't think of something. I'll go for inspiration. And I'm like, boom, got it. Like, this is what we're doing. You know, I'm not like, oh, yeah, we're going to take that pumpkin and we're going to, what? no, I'm like, okay, I'll get a pumpkin, but I'm going to do this, you know? So it's there to aid you. It's it's not there for you to be like, oh, I'm going to do that. Yes. Like, I, that's not how I see it. I can't stand that. Like, literally, it's my job to be creative and to come up with something for you. That's my job. So I'm not just going to be like, here, this DIY says, you know, we're going to do this. I'll make my own DIY. Yes, girl. Yes. This is the kind of thing, the way your brain works. I am just so impressed. Like I'm getting all the inspiration right now. I, you're (laughs) so awesome. So for people who want to work with you and plan an event, what is the process that you lead them through to get everything all together for the event so if it's just a client that wants to have an event or any type of party um first of all what's your date and you better have three dates for me to choose from because my calendar ain't pretty oh okay then from there good to know three dates good to know yeah especially right now during covid yes it's just it's bonkers because everything's back up and people are doubling up and they were coming back around on stuff that was canceled so it's just like my summer was insane and usually my summers are super relaxed like I might have you know three or four parties through the whole summer this summer from May to September was back to back to back the whole entire time wow sometimes two a weekend three it was crazy um so we're starting to settle or I feel like I'm settling back a little you know now sifting through all the COVID stuff and things are you know, kind of semi, you know, I'm every weekend, but to me, that's normal. At least it's not like three and four a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I had to be doing because Whoa. I was trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, I want to meet with you in person because I want to size you up. I want to know what you're wearing. I want to see what car you pull up in. I want to see like how you talk. I want to see if you're nervous. People think I'm intimidating. I'm super not. Like if we go for coffee, I'm gonna be like, hey, what coffee do you want? Cool, here's a brownie too. Like I'm totally down to earth and I just wanna be your friend. So I wanna meet you in person because I want you to see me, first of all, and how I work and move and talk and you get the, you know, my vibe. I wanna know your vibe too. Um, And then we talk about your event, what you're thinking. Some people totally are like, I want this, this and whatever, you know, how can we make it happen? And some people are like, I have no idea. And I'm like, cool, (laughs) I I do, you know? So we just go from there. And then from there, I just start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You know, we talk about a venue. I have people that I work with, like my little black book. I know who to put on each job because of personalities. That's why I want to meet you in person. Like I'm not going to put a super abrupt photographer with a shy person. They're going to be uncomfortable and their pictures are going to suck. Yes. Oh my God. That's so important. I have to size you up like our first meeting. And like, when I go to like my client's house, I want to see what pictures are on the wall. Like how did the, is it clean? Is it messy? Like I'm not there to be like, Hey, I'm really there to be like, Hey, okay. <laughs> like I'm taking mental notes because yes. I want to get to know you. Exactly. And if you're super neat and tidy and everything, whatever, I'm, I'm going to know how to approach things. Like I'm going to, you know, just the way I return calls or return, um, 
emails or, you know, it's, it's going to be, my wording is going to be different, whatever. Like I know how to tend to each client. Everybody's yes. different. Yes. I can be short and sassy with some people and which is kind of my personality, but a lot of people are like, no, it's straight up professional. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm picking my words right. I'm reading it five times before I send it, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so it's like, I have to get to know you and you need to get to know me. Yes. So, because I can be sarcastic and people who know me, like they know that. So it's like, oh, she, she was in a hurry when she sent that or whatever. Cause mm -hmm. I respond to texts and emails all day long. I don't save them for a certain day of, you know, day of the time, you know, time of day. I'm, I'm responding as fast and as best as I can throughout my day as my time allows because I want the same thing in return. Yep. If I'm busting my ass to get numbers and this and that for you, and then you sit on it for a week, well, screw it. I've moved on to the next person Yep. because I have to. Yep. So it's like, I, I expect the same thing in return. And I appreciate, you know, my clients that understand that and know that, and we'll get right on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. please. Thank you. Because we need to move forward with things. Now there's things I can let sit and stew, you know, whatever numbers, budgets, whatever, sometimes can be a shock. So I can give some more time, but you know, again, I'm already kind of sized you up. So I, I, I know what I can and can't get away with, Right. you know, most of the time. Well, that's really smart to so, study your client like that. That's really smart. I look them up online. I'm checking out your Facebook. <laughs> I'm going to Instagram. I'm asking people if they know you like, yeah, I'm not, I mean, because we have to get along. It's a long process and I cost money. So mm -hmm. I don't want you to waste your time and I don't want you to waste your money. If you're super, you know, opinionated or you think you can do it better then you know what, go for it. Yes. I, I would like to see that. I mean, I carry a black book in my pocket, which is actually my phone, but <laughs> I have everybody's That's number. Good. I have all my vendors in there and they want to work with me. They, yes. they want me to have their my parties at their venues they want me to choose them for catering they want me to choose them for bartending they want me to choose them for rentals because i'm a repeat i'm not just like no two or three events a year i'm every weekend yes so as long every time i come through that door you know it's money so and i'm very picky choosy on who i work with because we have to get along you know mm -hmm. for six or eight months i'm not going to be hating you because you know you whatever i'm not talking about clients i'm talking about vendors yes. like i'm not super easily impressed like i don't care show me like you have to work as hard as i do that's, that's my rule i love that and if you can't if you can't keep up with my busy then you're not going to work with me because mm -hmm. i don't accept lazy no is never an answer and you better get the job done and it better be right mm -hmm. and guess what i'm also going to call you 25 times to make sure we're on the same page <laughs> So just get used to it. Either you want the business or you don't. I mean, that's just how I look at it. Yes. I mean, okay. So what I do is project management and have to do literally all the things you're doing. It's not an event. It's not nearly as cool as what you're doing, but when it comes to construction and that kind of thing and ensuring people are doing mm -hmm. what they're supposed to be doing and, and uh, hitting up people for information constantly and I can't take right. over and answer that kind of thing. So I just have, I mean, I, again, you're on like a way bigger scale than, than I am, but just hearing about it, I'm like, yes, like these are all qualities that I admire so much. Like you are just, you know who you are, you know what you're good at, you know what you bring to the table and anybody that you work with better do the same thing. And anybody who decides to utilize you and your services 
will know that they are getting the best, like literally the best. I'm right. I am just so incredibly impressed by you. Um, I keep using the word impressed. Like you need me to be impressed. Of course not, but just, I'm just wowed. Uh, so anybody that wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you to talk about so the best way to planning? get a hold of me, honestly, is text me okay. or email me. A lot of times people will reach out to me via Instagram or Facebook. You know how those messages are. You can never find them. They're yep. hidden, whatever. Yep. And I'll be like, oh, my God, horrified when I find one that I haven't responded to. So my number is everywhere. Uh, you can Google it. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Just please text or email me. It's so much easier um, in fact, if you do reach out to me via Messenger or Facebook, you know, Instagram, I'm going to just re reply, here's my email. Yeah. Please email me. Yeah. Um, things get lost. Things don't attach. Like, I'll look back and I'm like, that picture didn't even send. You know, so it's just, I don't like that. I like to be up front. I'm very transparent. Here's my fees straight up yes. before they even ask. Yes. Because it's just, I mean, you need to know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm booked like dates are sparse so you got to be serious and you can't be like i don't know maybe sometime next spring i'm yeah. like well <laughs> that means nothing to me mm -hmm. so figure out a date and call me back i mean and in the meantime if someone's booked me i can't help it yep you know so that's just kind of how my world is right now i try to be super fair i mean i always try to be fair honest and just you know i'll reach out to you and if you had the date or you're penciled in which i Right now, I'm not penciling anybody in because it's just too busy. Yes. Um, but if I know that you had inquired about that date and someone calls me, I will give you, you know, the respect to text you and ask if you're still interested or whatever. But your name doesn't hit my calendar until you're booked mm -hmm. with signed contract and half down payment. Mm -hmm. So it just has to be. It's always been that way for 20 years. And now during these times when it's just it's so crazy and and covid crazy it's just just it's the rule yes uh so. well, i mean anybody that's interested in working with Johan, you're probably looking at uh, a little over two years but you never know Re reach out to her and, and maybe i she mean it's just always call because people have been postponed you know things mm -hmm. are weird right now and yes. if i feel like i can take on something else during a week or whatever i'm i'm gonna think it through and i'm probably not gonna say no as long as it fits into my schedule and i feel like i can handle it absolutely um my rule used to be i would be happy if i had one party a month and then i got to where i'm happy if i have two a month and then it was i'm happy that i have one every month and now i'm like the phone doesn't stop ringing <laughs> so it's just you know over the years how it's grown and progressed and become something so big and and i have to grow with it too like i yes. can't be stuck with wait i only want to do you know one party a month i'm tired like there's no time to be tired yes so and and it's expected of me like i have to have good parties i would have it no other way uh, i but have no doubt like, about that when it comes time to post pictures like it's like I want everyone to be like, oh, my God, like, I want you to stop, sit down and look at all the pictures. Like, look what we just did. We just did that. And, and so that's why I post a lot of pictures. I post, you know, a lot of behind the scenes. And then I, you know, I save, you know, albums for professional pictures and stuff like that, because I want people to, like, stop what they're doing and sit down and look. Because it's not just it's a it's a big deal to me. Like, I worked hard. You know, we put a yes. lot of thought 
and detail and energy into every party. Yeah, it is so apparent. Uh, like I had mentioned before, if you're not following Oh Goody Designs on, on IG, y'all need to do it. it. It's incredible to see what you guys create. Uh, and if anybody needs to get a hold of you to reach out via email or text, preferably, uh, Joanne, yes. thank you so much for joining me tonight. I know how incredibly busy you are and I really appreciate your taking time out of your super busy schedule. I am just amazed by you. You are incredible. I'm so fortunate. I feel so grateful that you're here in Corpus, you know, doing everything here, you know, and, uh, just thank you. And I can't wait to see your business continue to thrive. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here and I really appreciate it. And I, I'm honored that you way, because to me, this is just my, I do what I do and I go to sleep and I get up and I do it again. So it's funny to me sometimes to hear people say such great, wonderful, kind words. I'm just like, doesn't everybody do this? But <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel honored to be here. I love Corpus. I love the surrounding areas. I'd be nothing without, you know, this town and what it's done for me. And, and I just want to give back. Like, I, I love to be here. I love to let it shine. This place has such potential. There's so many crazy, amazing artists and people here who yes. we all just need to band together and stay together and keep Corpus cool. Yes. Like, there's no reason why when you say Corpus Christi, someone should turn their nose. It should be like, yeah, Corpus is so cool. I mean, yes. that's just how I feel. I get goosebumps every all the time. I'm just like, no, wait, Corpus is cool. I'm going to do what I can to keep Corpus cool. Yes, and you definitely are. Uh, I mean, the events, I, I haven't been to one of your events yet, but I'm really hoping to. So fingers crossed it'll happen soon. <laughs> uh, thank you so much again. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too.